Welcome to the Experience Darden Podcast. I'm your host, Brett Twitty, and you are listening to a new episode. So on this episode of the podcast, I'd like to feature a conversation I recently recorded with two of our second-year students, Sarah Dalton and Mercedes Rodriguez. Sarah and Mercedes are both leaders in our marketing club, and I sat down to talk with them a little bit more about the marketing club, as well as what led them to choose Darden and how their experience has been thus far. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Sarah Dalton and Mercedes Rodriguez. Sarah, Mercedes, welcome to the podcast. Thank Thanks. you for having us. Yeah, we're both really happy to be here. All right. So um, for our listeners, tell us just a little bit more about what you did before you came to Darden. Let's start with you, Sarah. Sure. So I have a bit of a non-traditional background. I graduated with an English major coming out of undergrad and wasn't 100% sure what I wanted to do with that. Um, so for a few months, I did some stage management. I actually went to culinary school for pastry and baking. Wow. So that one wins me a lot of friends still. <laughs> um, but I worked in restaurants for a short time and realized that that lifestyle wasn't the right one for me. I had kind of underestimated what shifting my day would do to me. So um, started what I call my real career. Uh, in marketing and e-commerce at a retail brand called Sea Wonder in New York City. There, um, you know, I helped out across both those departments. It was a lot of fun, but uh, we did end up declaring bankruptcy two years into my role there. So as you can imagine, I learned a lot very quickly, um, also some things not to do. But that got me really interested in leadership development. And most recently, uh, before Darden, I was actually working at another MBA uh, program doing leadership development there. So, And then that's what bit me with that MBA bug. So a lot of different <laughs> steps along the way. Yeah, it was really just a path of kind of find the right balance between my creative side and my analytical side, which I think is something that I've been searching for basically since I started undergraduate, um, looking to still be challenged in like the math quant area, but still have that creative expression, which is ultimately why the marketing club is one of the things that I became involved with here. It's a nice way to balance those two things. How about you, Mercedes? First of all, that's fascinating. I, I know Sarah and I haven't heard her quite tell her story, so that was really interesting for me. Uh, so my name's Mercedes Rodriguez. I, um, when I graduated undergrad, I spent three years working in education I taught for a year abroad, and then I worked in business operations at a charter school network in New York. Um, but similar to Sarah talking about that marketing bug, I sort of had reached a point where I was three years out of school, was interested in going into marketing, but I also didn't necessarily want to go to a large company in an entry-level role. So I started kind of thinking about how to segue into marketing, and the best way I thought to do it was actually to learn marketing by doing. So that kind of started my uh, marketing part of my career where I've been at, I was at three different startups um, in the SaaS space uh, in New York and Washington, D.C., ranging from like six employees to 50 employees. And that's really where I started uh, my digital marketing career, focusing in customer and product marketing, bringing that to a couple of startups. And then at the end, I was managing the marketing team. Um, and then that kind of led me into wanting to look into business school and thinking about how I can utilize my digital marketing tool set, uh, but have more impact at a larger company than I'd been able to at a 50-person startup. Did you both know that you wanted to get an MBA for a long time? Was it a relatively recent idea before you decided to apply? I'm curious about when the idea of an MBA showed up on your radar. I can start. Um, so I had always had the 
strong encouragement from my mom to get a second degree. So what that second degree was was kind of up for debate for a long time. She has a PhD, and so she found that to be really helpful for her uh, just in her career and in business. And so uh, I was always sort of in the back of my mind that maybe it would be an MBA because I didn't really see many of the other options. Um, actually, for a short time, I thought I might do organizational psychology. Um, very related, related to the MBA. So I was like, ooh, what's this? But I, I wanted to make sure I really wanted to do it. And that's why I took the position working in higher education at another institution. And um, being there is really what got me with the MBA. Like, I was like, this is awesome. Like, I see what they're doing. It's got this component of teamwork, leadership, but there's also these more fundamental core business skills. And I knew ultimately that I did want to work in the corporate world. And so the MBA felt like just a much better option for me for that, you know, second degree to help me further my career. So yeah, it was kind of always in the back of my mind, but wasn't really exactly what I knew I wanted to do until a couple of years before. How about you, Mercedes? Yeah. Um, so I remember graduating from undergrad and seeing a lot of my peers go to business school or go to law school, and they sort of had it what I thought figured out. And I was certainly not in that bucket. I moved to Bangkok, Thailand and taught for a year. So for me, it definitely, I think I had in the back of my mind that I wanted to go to graduate school. Similarly, investigated law school, thought about business school, um, but it took me a while to really, like, I don't know if the right phrasing is, but believe in the jump um, to business school because I studied art history undergrad, you know, really had never taken (laughs) finance, statistics, you name it. Um, So making that sort of like mental jump in my mind and thinking that I absolutely should have a seat at the table, I can go to business school, took some time. um, But my now fiance actually went to Darden. So I experienced Darden at first as a partner during his second year. So that was, it's kind of when like academics recruiting slows down. So I got all the good, not the good part, like part of the good parts of Charlottesville, which is going out to lovely dinners, going wine tasting. Um, it was a, and I was living in New York at the time. So it was a very welcome like trip Mm. down from New York. And then, um, secondarily with the MBA conversation was I mentioned I was working in startups And it was very interesting because it was an environment where uh, a lot of my peers and bosses did not have MBAs. And it was something that wasn't necessarily highly valued in the environment that I was in. And so I had gotten some encouragement to actually not pursue an MBA because there was a path to, you know, like a VP of marketing for a 50-person startup. And so I saw that, especially when I took over the marketing team and thought, you know, I'm probably two, three years away from that. But then I also had to ask myself, is that like where my cup runneth over? Is that the end? Mm. And I really saw how much, how important education is and really leveling sort of the playing field um, and really propelling you to future career prospects. So to me, I made the bet that I really wanted to get my MBA because could always be VP of marketing at a startup. I can start my own company. Um, or I can also have the experience of going to a larger company, like I mentioned, and bringing that experience because the skill set of working there is something that I will always be able to have and draw upon in the future. How did you learn about Darden? It sounds like, Mercedes, you maybe had a little bit of a head start. <laughs> yeah. Um, you were aware of it through your fiance. How about you, how about you Sarah? 
So actually, a friend of my mom's is an alum. It's actually an alum couple. And my mom was just talking about, oh, you know, Sarah might want to do an MBA. And he was like, oh, she must go to Darden. <laughs> um, and so um, that was like the first kind of inkling. And then, you know, working, uh, you know, at an academic place, I, I sort of knew about what all of them were. But the, the sort of bug that hit me for Darden about, you know, the community here and the culture and the academic setting, it was kind of a friend of my mom's who she really respected um, and who happened to have a, a daughter who was a second year student here. I spoke with her and she seemed very like me, had very similar interests and, and desires from an academic program. And so I was like, okay, yeah, now I'm really focused on Darden and what I want to do there and getting there and that sort of stuff. So that Darden Network, it's out there <laughs> doing good. Did the couple meet before or after or at Darden? At Darden. At Darden. Yeah. Okay. In the spirit of Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> so um, what was the adjustment like as a first-year student? You both come from liberal arts backgrounds. Um, Mercedes, you had mentioned that you would not taken a lot of accounting finance. I imagine, Sarah, somewhat similar for you. I had taken one finance class undergrad. Uh, I flirted with the idea of being an economics major when I first <laughs> was in undergrad. So um, I had like a little bit of that background in there, but I had never seen accounting. Um, and, you know, in retrospect, looking back at some of the things that I experienced at Sea Wonder, I was like, oh, that's what was happening in the accounting department, <laughs> like after I learned it. But to get back to your original question about starting in the first year, um, I did the Darden Before Darden program, which I highly recommend. It was very good for me to sort of ease into the culture here with the classroom to get that foundation, um, made some really amazing friends who I remain close with today. So that was kind of a nice way for me to ramp up. And I had been taking classes for the past um couple years, actually, uh, just to sort of try to get more of that down. So I did some statistics for business and that kind of stuff and that. So that was really helpful. I found the transition to be um, overwhelming as it is for most people, just because it's such a shift from being in the working world to being in the in the, you know, educational environment. But um, I think academically, I felt like it was a challenge. But I had sort of done a few things to prepare that helped me make my way through that. How about you, Mercedes? What yeah. was it like being a brand new first year student? Oh, I people use the analogy like drinking from the fire hose, and that maybe that was a little bit of what it was like. But I think uh, they talk about Darden. There's like three things that will pull you in many directions, and that's academics, recruiting, and then your social life, which is very important here. <laughs> And I think at first, I, I knew going in, and I probably could have taken more classes like Sarah, but I knew academics would take up probably a little bit more of mind share than some of my peers. So I actually leaned a little bit more into the recruiting beforehand and really thinking about, obviously, when you apply to Darden, you talk about what you want to go into. And I knew I wanted to go into product or brand management, and I wanted to be within marketing in some capacity. And so I, over the summer, I did a lot of research on companies, informational interviews, was able to take part in a couple great diversity weeks uh, at fantastic companies. So I think that kind of lessened the load a little bit at the beginning because you can have like decision paralysis when you, you come to Darden and in the first few weeks, there's so many amazing companies coming to grounds. Like, I don't even want to say knocking on your door because they're just at Darden. <laughs> you have access to 
the access to companies and recruiters was unprecedented based on what I'd experienced in my, my previous life before B-School. So it, it was overwhelming, but I think for each person, it's figuring out, um, leading up to then kind of how you can mitigate it. And you certainly can't forget the social community aspect because that actually played a really big role for me and also a role in, um, with academics creating, you know, like additional sort of study groups for people who were really new to the material. We created one that was called the learning after hours learning team. So we'd go to learning team and then believe it or not, we go to the second learning team, which was very informal and mostly done in, you know, pajamas or, (laughs) (laughs) but it helped a lot. It made me more comfortable and confident going into class. Sarah, did you know exactly what you wanted to do, or is that something that evolved over those uh, at least first few months, or maybe still evolving? Yeah, I came in pretty sure that marketing was in some way involved in what I wanted to do. I'd taken a marketing course as part of my preparation leading up, and I was like, this stuff is very cool. I like it a lot. That, like I mentioned earlier, combination of analytics and as well as just behavior of people and the way that people interact. Um, I did always still have kind of in the back of my mind this idea around like talent development and that leadership development, but on a corporate side, um, just because to me, those things are very interrelated that you're thinking about why people do what they do and how you want to incentivize them to be um, either a better consumer or a better employee. And so um, I toyed with those a little bit, but I, I really tried to keep my focus in on marketing and then with that at a company that I felt like had a strong culture that was going to allow for that kind of leadership development stuff to happen on the larger scale because it's very important to me. Um, so I wasn't lured away like some people are by you know, consulting or banking or other industries that are out there. Um, so I did really kind of stay focused with that. Um, that being said, if you would have told me that I would be going to live in Minneapolis and work at 3M after I graduate, I probably would have been like, you're crazy coming in because <laughs> I had this idea of, you know, like, oh, the coasts are where I want to be, either the East Coast or the West Coast. And I averaged them out and ended up right in the middle. <laughs> so um, I see certainly some surprises in terms of what ended up happening. But I think I stayed pretty true to my original vision of what I wanted coming out of the MBA. So you're both involved in leadership positions with the marketing club. Um, you both have you know, obviously talked about how you had an early interest in marketing, even predating your arrival here in Charlottesville. Um, what attracted you specifically to being engaged in a leadership capacity with the marketing club? Yeah, um, I can start. I remember part of my even admissions process was, you know, you start kind of thinking about what it would be like as a full-time student. So for me, that I immediately went to the marketing club, knowing that I'd heard about how pervasive and important these career clubs or student clubs are to the business school experience. So I had the opportunity of talking to this marketing club president two years, like the round that I was applying. And he was amazing. He helped prepare me for my interview the night beforehand. Scared me a little bit, but I rocked my interview. <laughs> so um, I think that was my initial kind of introduction to the marketing club. And first year, I had the opportunity to serve as a first year liaison, which is an opportunity that um, first years will apply for to see sort of the inner workings of a club and how it works. And sitting on the board as a first year member, I just realized that a lot of the skills that they were working on as a club, um, for further context, UVA and Darden are are firmly big believers in student self-governance. 
So I saw that, granted, I was more of an observer as a first year, but I saw how they were sort of utilizing that general manager skill set on a weekly basis by holding these board meetings. Um, And it was a skill that I didn't really see sort of being hit on exactly in the classroom. So that was something that I was really interested to continue to grow in. And then secondly, uh, when it came to leader club leadership election time, I sort of asked myself, there's so many opportunities and things that you can run for. Where do I feel like I will have, <clears throat> sorry, my voice. Mm. There you go. <laughs> um, where do I feel like I can have the most impact and is most in line with my passions and what I naturally gravitate towards? And it was absolutely marketing. Uh, so I ran for president and got it. And it's Ooh. been smooth sailing ever since. <laughs> <laughs> Mercedes is a wonderful president. Thanks. <laughs> um, so for me, I didn't have actually any contact with the club prior to being here. I did sort of like day one or I think at my Darden days, I went around to the, the club fair and kind of saw that the club was there. And I was like, oh, I know I'm going to be involved in some way. Um, I also was not a first year liaison, so I just was kind of a participant of the programming and got to see, you know, all the wonderful stuff that they do to help you with the recruiting, to help you learn, to help foster community within the marketers here. Um, and I really appreciated that and I got a lot out of what the club had offered. And so I think a big part of Darden is giving back, you know, as a first year, you kind of the recipient of a lot. And so as a second year, there's a lot of things that you get to do to give back to the community. And I knew that, um, I wanted to be involved in leadership. In some way, across the board, actually, I kind of had to hold myself back from being involved in too many <laughs> leadership positions or Classic things like that. problem. Right? <laughs> um, so I knew marketing was one of the things that I wanted to do. Um, I didn't want to run for president because I wanted to, like I said, have a few more other leadership um, opportunities. Um, and I thought... You know, this will be a great way for me to kind of stretch experience, to be a part of the board, which was a group of people who from different sections that I hadn't known as well, but that were also in the sort of the same mindset as I was with marketing. Um, and I ended up selecting to, you know, run for the VP of finance role because I felt like that would be another way to kind of push myself, um, probably being more naturally inclined to some of the other roles, that was one when I was like, ah, numbers and that kind of stuff, which I like, but like have never really shown in my experience in as direct of a way as being VP of finance. And so that was, that was kind of my thought process Mm -hmm. in going through that. And it was a super rewarding thing to do. And I'm very, very happy to have been a part of the, the club leadership. So what kind of programming does the marketing club offer? I've seen your, I've seen your videos, I should say. Um, but, star. <laughs> but what else uh, does the marketing club do um, yeah. to support students who have this interest? Well, outside of interviews, um, in that context, um, I'd probably say you kind of hit on it, but there's three parts or three components that the marketing club really focuses on. And that's education, recruiting, and then like community and social. And, and the for, foremost, I think some of our flagstone events are our marketing, um, marketing forum or marketing um, conference. There's a case competition that we usually host. And then there's also the brand challenge, which is a really, really fun event where we actually have student teams work with corporate partners. And this year we actually, we changed the format a little bit and we had students sort of market a product to the Darden community, which was really fun to have this. And we sort of kicked it all off with brand week. 
So you have this week of brands where you're celebrating and learning more about uh, established and smaller brands. But then all these, but then first year teams are launching marketing campaigns all across campus. So we had like a, a fitness class for one of our sponsors going on. Um, another one was uh, like man of the week. So there's a lot of different uh, marketing campaigns uh, competing for your attention, which is per, per the norm these days. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'd say secondarily, we do a lot of educational speaker series and then thirdly, which maybe Sarah can uh, speak more to, is really the recruiting component of sort of resume reviews, cover letter reviews, uh, and interview prep. Yeah, I think when you join the club, you feel most connected to that uh, recruiting aspect just because it's so top of mind for so many of the first-year students. And I think we do a really nice job of providing touch points for them that feel approachable, um, but that maybe help relieve stress instead of adding stress because there's a lot that can can contribute to that as you're going through the process. So, you know, we'll sit down and review your resume. We'll do mock interviews with you in person, distance over winter break. Um, and even, you know, before that, we're just kind of working on networking. How do you stand in a networking circle and introduce yourself to someone in a way that is, you know, professional, the right length of time, and also demonstrates your level of interest to their company? Um, so all kinds of fun ways. And that one we ended up doing, you know, with like some cheese and snacks and stuff. So we try to make it a fun, enjoyable environment, uh, even while we're really trying to help the young marketers here at Darden, you know, further their careers and get to the outcomes that they're looking for through recruitment. What would you want prospective students to know about you know, the resources for students who are interested in marketing or just the story of marketing at Darden? I would want them to know that we have amazing professors. Across the board, we have amazing professors. Yes. <laughs> um, that's part of what sold me on Darden was the uh, you know the academic environment, but we do. And that they're there and they want to talk to you, right? That's like step one. You're going to have marketing in your core curriculum and you'll get really close with that professor. But no, there are other professors out there yeah, who absolutely. are, their doors open always, right, for you to come and have a conversation. Um, I want them to know about our club, obviously. <laughs> but we've talked a lot about benefits of that. And I would also want them to know that, um, you know, while marketing may be one of the smaller industry focuses for the student body at large at Darden, we have like a strong, passionate group of people who I think really benefit from the breadth of education that we get here in in some ways that, um, you know, you see the ways that marketing can play out in different cases and, and through the classroom. And that's kind of a roundabout answer, but it's, I think, this level of, like, broad education that allows for even more sophisticated marketing understanding and efforts kind of as you're you're moving on. I don't know if probably Mercedes has something to add to what I'm saying, too. Um, I think if you came from a background in marketing, if you did not come from a background in marketing, um, business school is this place where you can switch careers and you can you can make it happen. And I think the marketing club is really, really responsive to that. And we're also generally seeing with marketing roles that there's certainly the more traditional path a lot of MBAs take to brand management at some of these larger consumer packaged goods or CPG companies, explaining my acronyms. But there's also so many more um, marketing roles available to MBAs now, whether it's within tech, within financial services. Um, And I think that Darden has really good relationships across the board in helping you figure out if you, you know, you sit in that marketing class, like first day and you're like, I absolutely love marketing. I think that there, we do a really good job of helping you chart that path. 
And then secondly, I would just say that with the classes, uh, we have some professors who are a little bit newer to Darden. Amazing. But they're teaching really like sort of cutting edge material um, and behavioral economics, sort of marketing ethics and consumer behavior. So it's really exciting as a second year to be able to kind of delve into that. And at Darden, again, because there's student self-governance, if you want to be involved in marketing, you want to bring a marketing campaign or initiative, like you are 100% equipped to be able to do that because Darden is run by students. So we've talked a little bit about the extracurricular ways that you've pursued this interest um, in marketing. What are some of the classes, obviously saying like, oh, what are some of your favorite classes? Is a really tough question around <laughs> around Darden, but maybe a couple classes that have really stood out as being particularly formative or inspiring or insightful for you um, in the marketing area or elsewhere. I always struggle to answer this question. <laughs> it's like, there's too many favorites. <laughs> right? It's so hard to pick. I'm in digital marketing right now, which I'm really enjoying because uh, it's a very contemporary course, right? And I think Mercedes really hit the nail on the head with that, that when, as a second year, you get into these classes that have maybe, you know, more recent topics or like new trends that are coming out. And, and that's what I'm enjoying about that. And um, we also have some speakers come in and that's been really interesting um, to see, you know, people who are out there in the world talking to us either via connected classroom or actually in person. Um, so that's a marketing class that I'm currently taking that I'm really enjoying. I think it's one of my favorites so far. And do you have a, I was going between uh, deviant marketing um, and then also idea, which is the design thinking class that Jean Litka leads and you can take it as a first year elective or as a second year where it's more of a consulting project with a company. So maybe I'll talk about that one. Um, I took that as a first year and it was, it was like sort of eye opening in terms of solving problems. Uh, and if, uh, for folks who may not be familiar with design thinking, cause I wasn't before Darden, uh, I really is a different approach to solving problems. So you essentially learn a whole new tool set uh, and methodologies of how to diagnose a problem that you've observed by really spending a lot of time in the problem space. And because a lot of the times is I think you learn as you spend more and more time in the marketing space is you often misdiagnose what the problem is or maybe I experience the problem a certain way and so I identify it as such but I'm not the target consumer. And so I really should not be imposing my own opinion. So in that class, you spend like weeks in the problem space and everybody is trying to jump to solutions. And that's like human tendency, right? You, there's a problem. Oh, let me, you know, I have an ouchie. Here's a band aid. Let me help <laughs> find a solution for you. And so that class like built a discipline and really letting you sit in the problem space, sort of understand the consumer mindset and um, that was actually the most helpful class for me this summer when it came to my internship and having a really ambiguous project. I pulled mostly from that class and saying, you know, these are the different activities that I'm going to work on while I'm sort of defining the problem before I determine the strategic opportunity and kind of make recommendations and next steps. And then I know one that both Mercedes and I have taken, well, I'm currently taking and Mercedes took earlier is Character Traits and Success, which is not marketing related, but is an an excellent course. It's actually a very small seminar class with just uh, five 
second year MBAs and five fourth year undergraduates in a sitting around a table with uh, one of the professors here, Jackie Doyle, and then usually an alum or someone affiliated with the university and of and Darden um, in on the classroom. You just have a conversation about some actually really like Aristotle at those level like mm-hmm. <laughs> readings and mm-hmm. about what um, character traits lead to success, what you know truly is virtue, and what success means for you as a person and. That's been a really fulfilling class, not really related to marketing directly, though I, I think there's always implications. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I will say I took that when I was r- sort of recruiting, and it was really integral when I was thinking about, because we learned about the importance of habit and really how you spend your, your days is sort of how you become the person that you are and you build your character. And so that, I was like referring to these philosophical readings as I was thinking about what career path I wanted to take and how I wanted to spend my next two years after MBA. So one of the things that I've been struck by the more Darden students I've spoken with about their experience and how that translated to their work experience was this idea of comfort with ambiguity, right? You just, it's just part of it. You sit in classes where you don't have perfect information. You have to make a decision or you're still trying to figure out what's going on. Um, Mercedes, you hit on it a little bit earlier, I'm curious about how the curriculum here, just the educational experience, gets you to the place where that feels just normal or you feel more comfortable with it. Mm -hmm. I think I've actually thought about this a lot. Um, I I think nowadays we sort of live in a world where we have incredible access to information and it's very easy to sort of, you know, if you want to look up... um, a specific uh, topic, you're able to quickly get access to that information. And I mention that because at Darden, you're given some information and it's very, very easy to read it and be like, oh, okay, you know, I don't really have a point of view, but I read it. I'm a little bit more knowledgeable about the banking industry or whatever the case was about in the company. Great, but not good enough for Darden. So it's really this idea um, that you read something and you form a point of view and you realize that you're going to kind of triangulate to get there and maybe you're missing some information, but you read something intelligently and you form a point of view. And I think that has really been the sort of the thing that I've tethered against in this ambiguity because a lot of times, and this was in the summer internship, you are dealt, you're given a challenging problem that the company's been faced with and trying to deal with for quite some time. And you need to kind of take one step at a time and use the information available to you, come to a conclusion and logically build upon it, sort of come in with a hypothesis. So Darden and the three cases a day, definitely, um, I call it like that, what is it? My like ambiguity muscle. Almost like I, you, you work it out when you're, you are in class. And so now it's a, a muscle that I have because of Darden. <laughs> I echo a lot of, of what Mercedes is talking about. You have I, the muscle too. <laughs> I do. Yes. Much more than I, than I did prior to Darden for sure. Uh, I think there's also an element of, you know, you work on this with your learning team and the ideas that you're bringing to the classroom may not be a hundred percent your own. And so, you know, you, you respond to a question and you, and you say what you're saying and you, you maybe you internalize it, but you had an, you know, come up with it originally yourself. And so you're, you're like, oh, and now you have to defend that point and getting into that space where you can sort of listen and, and integrate other people's perspectives and opinions and kind of make them a part of your own answer is something that I think I also was able to develop through this process. Um, 
And just, you know, learning to speak when you're not sure what you're going to say at the end of your sentence is something that I think can be very valuable. Again, in the summer internship for me, um, you know, making recommendations for people who this is their job. They do this work day in and day out. And, you know, a certain voice in the back of your head might be like, oh, like, do I know enough about the dental aligner market to tell them what, like, they should be doing? But, you know, the idea is like, yes, actually, you you did a lot of research. You put your time in and you have this background of understanding problems and and good ways to solve them. Um, and so, you know, speak your opinion and, you know, accept the, you know, constructive thoughts that come back at you and say, oh, yes, no, okay, maybe this works, this is different. Um, but it really helps me, I think, prepare for those moments when I was giving my midpoint or final presentation and people were sort of, you know, pushing at some of my ideas or asking me questions that I hadn't thought about before the presentation. Mm-hmm. It made me feel much more comfortable just the classroom experience being able to say, like, oh, yes, this is why I feel this way. Or, you know, I hadn't thought about that, but... You're right, you know. This is uh, another word analogy for today, but some I remember this summer feeling like when I got a problem, you get so used to um, solving problems in the classroom, right, where you're joined by like 60 or 70 of your peers. And I almost felt in my brain that I had like a chorus of my section. And I was like, oh, you know, Sam would totally make a comment saying that we need to look at, you know, the financials. And oh, you know, Sandra would totally say that we need to look at the operational side of things. And so it's, it's almost like I have this course of like, when you do come to a conclusion in that point of view, you, you've gone through frameworks so many times and different ways of thinking about problems that it's now part of my like problem solving process. Mm. So last question, um, Reflecting on maybe what you thought about business school and maybe what you thought about Darden uh, before coming here and now being here with graduation in sight. Um, oh, <laughs> I know that's, it's always a, like a bracing moment and sort of, yes. oh man, people are always bummed when I mentioned that. So, um, what's been the most surprising thing about your experience? Maybe the one thing you didn't expect that's been kind of amazing or, you know, just unanticipated before. This is also a tough one, I think, because I did a lot of research. And so, honestly, Darden delivered on a lot of the promises that I thought it was sort of making through the process. And Mm -hmm. I'm totally a big fan and will continue to to be so and, you know, recruit people to come here just like I was recruited to come here. (laughs) Um, But I think... And perhaps that's kind of part of what the surprise is that like it really delivered. I know that, you know, that's I, you should believe in everything. But a lot of times lately, I feel like you're sold something that's like really shiny and beautiful. And then you get there and you're like, oh, I see how the inner workings are. And it's maybe not as good. But the, the like community aspect here was just something that I thought went, was even more than what I was anticipating based on the research that I had done. Um, and. I, yeah, I think it's, it's mostly just like I'm surprised that it was so positive. Just I know that's kind of like a really cheesy answer. Mm-hmm. And maybe if Mercedes has more to say, I can come up with come up She's with something like, it's that's been mo- perfect. It's been, okay, so it hasn't been perfect, right? Like not every day has been rainbow and sunshines, um, or sunshine and rainbows. But um, it's I don't know. It's been the best educational experience that I've had, um, and I think I'm just. I'm just, I'm just happy, I'm just happy just about it. it. it, just, it. Works. There wasn't too much that was surprising, I guess. I, I, it'll come to me tonight as I'm falling asleep. I'll be like, oh, that's what I should have said. Um, so I have two things. I'll do negative first and then positive. Um, 
you hear a lot before business school, you, you get advice when you talk to, you know, at current students. And they talked about, again, those three aspects of like recruiting, social and academics. I was surprised by sort of sometimes how like affected I would be and having to make all these trade-offs. And that's part of the business school experience. It's part of working professionally. Like if you have a problem you need to solve, you can't do every single analysis in the book (laughs) and you can't speak to every single customer before you understand what your target customer wants. But that's something that I continue to have to work on. And sometimes you have, you know, should I do a specific networking call or should I go to a review session for my econ class, which would be really helpful. And they're both win-win, but you need to make a choice. Um, and then secondly, on a positive note is I can very, um, like what's the word I can very much remember first couple of days of class, seeing some of my classmates and the way that they presented their ideas, the way that they spoke and thinking, you know, wow, like what frameworks are they using? How are they so well-spoken and how do they understand this and know all of the business fundamentals? And what surprised me is I don't think then I thought that I would get there. And I'm, per- I'm certainly not uh, <laughs> perfect or that, but I'm definitely a lot better. And so I, I almost think it's kind of like humbling to think back and now think about when I read cases or even the questions that I have in class, um, they're just of a different like level than I thought was possible. So that's been surprising in that. I tend to doubt myself. So now being a second year and being like, wow, I wonder if like, I want to hear what those people said the first day because it was so impressive. But now I feel like I've learned from a lot of my peers and through building that muscle. So I feel a lot, a lot more confident in my abilities in the classroom and professionally. Sarah, Mercedes, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having us. Yeah, this this is great. Thank you. And that was my conversation with Sarah Dalton and Mercedes Rodriguez, two second-year students in our class of 2019 and leaders in our marketing club. As always, if you have comments, suggestions, requests, anything you'd like for us to cover here on the podcast, we're all ears. We can be reached at darden at virginia.edu. Till next time, thanks for listening.